You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast. We are your hosts, Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman. Something that we have been really trying to be intentional about this year since our executive retreat is shining more of a spotlight on our incredible team behind the Heart University and making sure it's very clear that the Heart is not just the Evie and Lindsay show because, man, our team does so much behind the scenes of this company. Um, between our courses and our shop and our social media and this podcast to make it all happen and run smoothly for you. So we thought it would be fun to do some guest interviews with the incredible women who work for The Heart University. And first up on today's show is Allie Runnels, our podcast manager and operations manager. The story of how we met Allie and how she eventually became a member of our team is wild, and she shares it all on today's episode. And then we dive into the nitty-gritty behind everything she does to make this show a reality for you twice a week. Legit, the only thing that Lindsay and I do for this podcast is to write the outlines and record the episodes. Allie is the woman who does everything else behind the scenes. And today's conversation is such a fascinating peek, like behind the curtain of everything it takes to create a top-rated show like the Heart and Hustle podcast. So if you're wanting to get into podcasting, today's show will be an incredible rundown of what it takes, the software and programs that we use to make it all happen, and some really great insight into how to strategically name your episode titles so that they are more likely to be listened to. And lastly, Allie goes into depth into the do's and don'ts for pitching yourself as a guest to podcasts. She's basically our personal gatekeeper who decides who is or isn't a guest on our show. So she has a lot of advice to give here. If you are an entrepreneur wanting to be a guest on podcasts, you'll also want to tune into what she has to say because it is gold. So uh, without further ado... Let's welcome to the mic for the very first time, the woman who makes this podcast a reality, Allie Runnels. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast with Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman, two photographers turned entrepreneurs and founders of the Heart University. If you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life, this podcast is for you. Each week, Evie and Lindsay bring you actionable tools to uplevel your business and life. So if you're ready to step up to the plate and pursue your God-given potential, you're in the right place. You're ready to live your life and run your business to its fullest? Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. Allie, welcome to the Heart and Hustle podcast for the very first time. <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing because, because uh, if anybody listened to the intro, which everyone should have, then no one should have skipped, um, <laughs> you know that Allie is our podcast manager. So when I say welcome to the Heart and Hustle podcast, just that's just it ironic. It feels it ironic. It's very Hello. ironic, but welcome to the front end, I guess, for the very first time of the show. <laughs> <laughs> We're so excited to have you. So first off, just introduce yourself. Who are you and what do you do for us? Well, I'm Allie. I am podcast and operations manager. Um married to my husband Garrett, and we're currently residing in Texas as he goes paramedic school. Um yeah, just living our life. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> We're going to dive into like so much today. I feel like this is just like, hi, I'm Allie. Great. All right. So diving on in. 
this and then we'll go deeper. Perfect. Perfect. Okay, so Allie, do you want to go deeper and tell our listeners the story of how you got connected with us originally and then eventually got the job as our podcast manager? Yes. Um, (laughs) Okay, where to start? So I guess it first starts with, so my cousin... It's not, it's not a normal podcast interview, guys. We go, we go way back. <laughs> way, way back. Like 2018? Yeah. Yeah. No. Wait. I, I, well, if we go way back, I photographed Luke and Caitlin in oh, 20, 2016. Yeah. That's true. But you didn't know me then. No, I didn't. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> so, well, okay. So, <laughs> I feel like names will be easier to keep track of. Yes. So, Luke is my cousin who is with Caitlin, who is Garrett, my husband's second cousin. Wild. That's so, crazy. Also, no blood relation. I feel like I need <laughs> She's to, like, I always need to clarify this. <laughs> I do, because some people like look at me like, um, second cousin, cousins, are you related? No, we're not. <laughs> oh, well, you're like, you're related by marriage, by marriage. not That's like, yeah. whatever. I no. know, but still people. <laughs> um, so... Luke and Caitlin. Well, okay, so they met Lindsay back in what you said, 2016. Yeah. So just to just to formally <laughs> uh, catch people up to speed, if anybody is familiar with my story, um, Luke and Caitlin were one of my very first couples that I ever photographed. It like when I was first starting my photography career, and I was trying to get more epic, like elopement, adventure style portfolio. I did a couple call in. Uh, for the great sand dunes in Colorado, that national park with all the sand. Um, <laughs> and and uh, this goes way back, but I used to do the Disney college program and Caitlin did the Disney college program. And so we had a mutual friend who tagged her in my couple call post. Long story short, I met them in 2016. They were my, my like one of my very first couple of, of a session that like I was super proud of. And I was like, oh, this is what I want to do. So that's kind of backing up. And then because I photographed that session, they were dating at the time. And then I photographed their proposal on a glacier. She was in a red dress and on the ice. If you know my work, you might recognize that image. And then <laughs> uh, and then I photographed their wedding. But then before their wedding, because me and Kaylin had hit it off so well, she invited me to her bachelorette party, which now Allie can pick it up. Okay. Which is also <laughs> funny. I remember Caitlin sending me the photos from the sand dunes. And like, she sent me all those and I was like, oh, these are beautiful, but I had no idea who you, it just is crazy. I know. Like, it's so funny. <laughs> anyway, so then Caitlin at the time, yeah, at the time I was a wedding planner in Seattle or was about to be, I was about to move. Um, oh no, no, I wasn't. I had gotten into wedding planning. Anyways, was wedding you were a wedding planner. <laughs> yeah, timeline. Uh, so Caitlin and Luke asked me to like be kind of coordinator, help them with their wedding. Um, so I took on that. And then Caitlin invited me to her bachelorette, which is where I met Lindsay. Mm-hmm. So that was when I first met you. And then fast forward to well, the wedding, we met there. But then I feel like I also have to add at the wedding is where I met Garrett. Your um, husband? Yes. That's just that wedding, man. (laughs) I know. Literally, Luke and It was a connecting wedding. Seriously. They, like, yeah, connected me to you guys and then my husband. I have a lot to thank them for. Um, But so then met you there. And at the time, that's when I had gotten a job in Seattle for wedding planning. So I was actually moving right after that. 
Well, we um, met at the bachelorette party, but then we, we I met. was the photographer, you were the wedding planner at their wedding. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then fast forward, we were in Seattle. And then, I think you were, you were engaged to Garrett, living in Seattle, working as a wedding planner, correct? Correct. And then you reached out about the heart shop. Was it when you guys were out, like, in the... Where were you? So we, we were planning our Seattle photography workshop, and we were trying to find models, like, oh, yeah. to model for... We right. always did, at our photography workshops, we did a couple session styled shoot, and then a, a like, elopement, like, a fake elopement styled shoot. Um, and I remembered, as we were trying to brainstorm, like, hey, do we know anybody in the Seattle area? I remembered that you, immediately after... Luke and Caitlin's wedding had moved to Seattle yeah. and I was like, oh, she would be great. Let's ask Allie. <laughs> yeah. And then I also at the time was managing the alterations at the dress shop, the dress theory. So then yeah. I was able just to get a wedding dress. and then, Convenient. Yeah. Yep. And then convince Garrett uh, without telling him fully that there was that many <laughs> photographers. <laughs> I think I told you guys that. that yes. I, well, I, I swear, I thought I had told him it was like more than one. But I guess I didn't. So on our drive out. He thought it was a styled shoot where there would be one photographer and then he shows up to a massive group of 30 photographers holding cameras. I know. I felt so horrible. So we did that. And that was like in November. And we were supposed to get married in January. So then we got married. And then COVID hit. And we just... Timing and like doors were closing for us in Seattle. So then we moved to Bend end of the summer so like August and then so Garrett was working there he had gotten a job and then I was just kind of waiting or like looking for a job and I had really felt like God had put on my heart to find a remote position like year of 2020 like I had put like a goal for me was to get a remote job which was just like something I was always working towards and then once we moved I was like, okay, I think this is, like, I really should look for this. Yeah. Because um, then Garrett was also looking at paramedics, or, yeah, paramedic schools. Um, and we weren't sure where he was going to end up with that. And so we were like, well, if I had a remote job, it would just be practical and nice to mm-hmm. always have that. So yeah. then October, I followed, I think, uh, did I follow Wednesday? I don't even know how I saw I saw it on social media that you guys were hiring for a podcast manager. Um, and I was like, well, I don't specifically have podcast skills, but like, I felt like I had all the other things that it entailed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Why Especially not? being a wedding planner beforehand where you're like, you're managing okay. a lot of moving parts, which is very similar yeah, just in a like, different industry. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, why not? And I was like, I know Lindsay, like maybe we'll just see. So I applied <laughs> and then had an interview with you guys. And then here I am. <laughs> I remember you. You texted me, and for some reason, I think it was because when you, I had your number from the Seattle workshop when you modeled for us, and all I had put in in my phone was Allie, so I didn't put your last name, and I remember I got a text from Allie when we had posted about the podcast, and like, we were like, hey, accepting applicants or whatever, and you were like, hey, I, I submitted, just wanted to let you know, or something like that. And I was, I did not know for the life of me what Allie, I was like <laughs> racking my brain. I was like, I know a lot of Allie's yeah. in my life. And I was like, what Which Allie one? is this? Like, I don't even know how to respond to this because I don't know what Allie it is. I was like, what? That's so funny. Wait, so how'd you figure it out? She went to the email, to the email, oh. like your like application. And she saw like you your were the last only name. Allie. 
that okay. responded. Yeah. Okay. And then I freaked out because I was she so excited. She freaked out. And she like called me or texted me or whatever, voice message. I forget what it was. And she was like, <laughs> Well, because the last we had heard, you were still working as like a wedding planner at like this huge company in Seattle. Yeah. So like I had, I just, you being the alley that texted me was not even on the, anywhere near my radar because yeah. I mentally we, had been like, you're not available. Or like, mm-hmm. I, I, why would you yeah. even want to? Like yeah. that well, was my thought. And we like, we knew you and we loved you. So it was like, I feel like a lot of the other applicants, obviously, like we didn't know much about them at all, if anything, but it was like, oh, like a friend almost felt like it was applying for a position that we were like, we love her. Like if (laughs) if the skill goes well and the interview goes well, like we'd love to work with her. So it's just one of those things where it's like, oh, friend. (laughs) I love it. That's so fun. Okay. Well, do you want to talk about like how uh, was the interview to get the job for you? Like, did you do anything specific to prepare? Because realistically, you impressed Lindsay and I so much in that interview. Um, so we have thoughts, but we'd also love to hear from you just from like your, like, I guess, interview we perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, did you do anything? Yeah. So I feel like the only thing that I can really think and remember, well, I think the biggest thing was like, okay, podcasting, I don't know, like, I've only consumed podcasts. That's pretty much all I had. Right. Any experience. So I was like, well, and I think in, I think it was in the description you guys had put like Zencaster or like specific platforms that you used. And so I was like, well, let me do some research. So then I think my biggest thing was I just kind of dug into like, what are those? Like, what do they actually do for a podcast? Like, could I be able to learn these things? Like, is it easy to teach yourself? So then I just kind of dug in. So that when you guys, when I did have the interview, I could like talk and actually be educated and not be making yeah. nonsense, like saying yeah. something I, that didn't make any sense. I think that's a really good tip for anybody yeah. out there that is wanting to impress people in an interview. Like if you mm-hmm. apply for a position and you get the opportunity to even have an interview and you know that, yes, you have the skills that that the job is requiring. However, you also know that there's things that you don't know. I think that's mm-hmm. just a really good thing that you can do is like do what Allie did with like research and look into the things that you don't know. And I would I would almost even add, which I'm pretty sure you did this, is be honest. Don't pretend oh, yeah. like mm-hmm. like you, you've used it before or like you were straight up honest. You were like, hey, I have yeah. a lot of the skills that you're looking for. However, I'm gonna be honest, I have never been a podcast manager before. And I would yeah. respect that so much more than yeah. if somebody tried to slimily was like, yeah, I could do it. Like I've I've done a little bit. Like or like yeah. try to make uh, something sound more than like yeah. what it is. Yeah. Well, I was going to say I feel like that's something that really impressed me, Allie, was not just that you were honest cuz like that's just hands down. Like, you know, obviously, we can even look at your resume and like see, okay, she's never done a podcast before. Mm-hmm. Like she doesn't have this experience. But not only were you honest, which is like probably the foundational piece that like in my opinion like, will make or break an interview if somebody's like trying to pretend like they know what they're talking about. But you were straight up. And then on top of that, you were like, I've already put in work to grow into this position. Like I, Mm -hmm. you know, I've never worn this pair of shoes before, but I'm like already starting to put on my socks. Like it, which was just like an awareness for Lindsay and I of like, oh dang, she's already taking initiative and she's already putting in the work, which stands out so much. You know, it's one thing to come to an interview and be like, yeah, I don't have experience, but I don't have any questions that I could learn it. Or to come to an interview and be like, yeah, I don't have experience. I don't have any questions. I can learn it. And I've already started. Like that just like is night and day difference. So that was something that really stood out to me. 
Well, I feel like, especially if, I feel like most jobs, there's going to be things that you don't know and you're going to yeah. have to learn. And I think showing that you can take initiative and that you're willing to is probably the biggest thing to sh- like want them to hire you because you're yeah. going to have to do that no matter what. I feel like what the position is. Yeah. Yeah. I, love I also that. can't, I feel like we asked you, why do you want to work for the heart? And I can't remember what your answer was, but I remember being impressed by it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you remember. I honestly don't remember. Okay, well, yeah. moving on. <laughs> well, I, I want to throw out there this one like last thing in an interview, which I'm pretty sure you did this really well, Allie, if I remember correctly. Um, ask questions back, which oh, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure you oh, did. Yeah. No, you were like... Because I remember we got off and you were like, oh, because we debriefed yeah. after every interview that day. And you were like, oh, I like that she did that or something. Yeah. Yeah. That just always stands out as like somebody who's not just like performing well under like an interview, but you're actually like put in, you've put in thought either ahead of time or mm-hmm. in the interview, you're actually listening to what we're saying and like recognizing what we're needing and being like, okay, so it sounds like you need like a full-time podcast manager. Like, can you talk to me about hours? Is that going to be like 30 hours a week? Is that going to be, you know, mm-hmm. like stuff like that? Like that really helps set you apart from other like candidates because you're clearly already like taking initiative. You're thinking critically. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. so you did that well, but I just wanted to throw that out there too. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> it was fun. All right. Well, Okay, I would love to know, could you give everybody a behind-the-scenes look at everything that you do for this podcast, like, from beginning to end? I, like, I just want to, like, take, like, a moment to peek behind the curtain because we're on the front end of the show and everyone's listening. But, like, what all do you do to make this show come to life and in everyone's earbuds or car speakers every Tuesday and Thursday? So, first thing, well, you guys record. And then we I'll do. Go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get the basics. So then I'll go in and download um, all the individual individual files. Um, so once I do that, I then put it in our drive. We'll then notify our audio engineer, Hayden, who then he'll take it, um, do his thing. Not sure. He's the wizard on that. <laughs> um, he'll finish it, have the final episode, put it in the drive. So then once that's done, I'll listen to it. So I'll pull up the outline or like, yeah, the outline that you guys used for recording um, or if it was an interview, the questions. Um, And then I create like a new document for show notes, click play, and then I listen through it from start to finish and also transcribe as I do that. So it's it's a little lengthy. I pause a lot um, since I can't type as fast as I wish I could. Which I don't think anyone would be able to. No. Um, so I'll go through. And while I'm doing it, which I've has been so helpful, is like putting timestamps when I hear a good soundbite or like mm-hmm. a quote. Um, so I'll put that in as I do it, depending on the length of the show. It just depends on how long. And also guests. It also depends on how guests respond. Like and if they're like to be more wordy or if they're more precise, it just depends. Um, so once that's done, I will then, it depends. Usually I, it's funny. I, the order of how I do it is so random, but I just have gotten into it. So then after that, I usually will then go through and like copy and paste in the notes, um, all the sound bites, and then we'll copy that at the very bottom of the show notes. Then I'll go to the assets, um, in Canva and create them all that we'll post on social media. Like the graphics? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So all the graphics for the story and then the post. Um, 
usually I I usually don't do it the same day because I feel like after I transcribe, sometimes I'll do like two a day, two transcribing a day a podcast, and I'm just like I can't I can't read it I can't look yeah. at it again. So then I'll wait for the next day and I'll edit it. So then I'll go back through, read it, change it so that it's in blog format. Nice. Um, then when I so when I usually upload it to the blog, I'll do it to Lisbon as well, which is our hosting platform. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I'll post the media file or yeah, the audio file with all the show notes, um, like the description and then schedule it for the day and in the morning. Um, and then let's think, oh, and then morning of on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'll post on Instagram for us and then I'll go and change, um, website stuff. Nice. Um, and then also post in Facebook. When you say change website stuff, you mean like make the show note blog go live. Well, that is already goes live. So then I go on to like our podcast page where it has like the recap of the most recent three. Oh. And I change the photo and like the title. And then so it's like always it. up to date. Yeah. So it's always up yeah. to date. And like link so that if they click on whatever, it'll take them to. Yeah. Which I I was talking on my stories the other day and people don't know this and I don't know how they don't know this, but I mean, we, we don't talk about it a lot, but it's very, in case anybody doesn't know, show notes is, I mean, what literally what she just said she does, she transcribes every single episode into a, a written format, which I guess if you're listening to this, then you're not the issue because you clearly like audio. <laughs> but you're like, not I the had, issue. No, no, I mean like, I mean like so many people, I, I think I asked them, why don't they listen to the show? And they were like, I just don't like listening. I'm not a podcast person. I much prefer reading. And I was like, y- y'all realize we, yeah. we have a written version of ever. Like you can read the whole, show. <laughs> like all the tips and tricks that we get, you can read them. Yeah. <laughs> like well, I Allie just so much work that. for that. <laughs> I know, but I feel like some podcasts don't do that. So I think it's yeah. not like- A lot of podcasts don't do that. Yeah, so I don't think it's common knowledge. Yeah, that's true. That podcast- yeah. Some have that. Which- well, if you are listening to this, if you go to the description of what, if you're listening on Spotify or, or Apple Music, not Apple Music, Apple Podcasts or whatever, when it has the show notes link, that's the link to the blog post. Just so yeah. Yeah. that. <laughs> and then Allie, you also uh, work with all of the guest communication, scheduling, emails, mm-hmm. prep, all of that, and then like sending them their assets and graphics and dates and sending like our guests their gifts, like everything. So you do all of the guests like interaction pretty much. Lindsay and I literally just sometimes help. I was going to say, we we brainstorm like future guests that we might want, like episodes that we're wanting to do and then outline and record. And that's literally it. So I I used to ask all the questions and then we outsource that to you too. And then I just like approve them now. Yeah. Yeah. You literally are. and, And you also approve and deny people. I was going to say, I I used to approve and deny all the guests, like requests. (laughs) And now Allie pretty much is the gatekeeper of like the majority. If there's ever one that she has a question, she still sends it to me. But otherwise, like Allie's handling all the guests, like scheduling now too. It's like the the first part that you described, Allie, is like the kind of the workflow per each episode. But I feel like there's so much. Oh, and then also all the ads. So like reaching out to get sponsorships. That's true. Like sending contracts, like working on like, hey, do we need to include anything Mm -hmm. in a certain script for an ad? 
making sure yeah. that those are all in the correct episode and sending that to Hayden, our audio engineer. You do a lot. So basically, <laughs> this podcast would not be happening without Allie. So y'all can just all thank Allie for living. Well, and then earlier this year, we were like, as if you're not busy enough, let's also give you some operation stuff within the heart, not podcast related. <laughs> yeah. But that's, that hasn't been too bad at all. That's I'm good. so glad because we're like in launch prep right now. And I'm just like, you are doing a lot. <laughs> but I feel like, honestly, the podcast flow, it sounds like a lot. But once you like get into it, yeah. you, you just cruise. Because like what I just described, it sounds like a lot. But I feel like once I really got into it, it's very efficient. Like you just yeah. have to. It's like that's a repetitive real. process that's yes. like, it's not like you're doing something brand new and, and mm-hmm. trying to figure it out every single day. It's like, okay, I, yeah. I know what I'm doing. Like, there's a system yeah. to yeah. this. Well, yeah. and, and we I'll, try to batch uh, in ahead so yeah. that you can, I mean, well, I don't know how soon Hayden gets them to you. We batch ahead. I don't know what y'all are doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we get there. We get there. I we love it. There. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> So fun. Okay. Well, for anyone who's listening, who's maybe like, oh, this is like a fun behind the scenes of podcasting. I'm interested in getting into podcasting or I'm just curious or whatever. Um, do you want to talk about what programs or softwares we use kind of within our podcast production? Because you mentioned Lisbon, but do you want to just like mm-hmm. give them a dump? Yes. So for recording, we use Zencaster. Um, so it's just a online platform that you can create the different episodes and then you can send the links to guests or mm-hmm. if it's just yourself, like you just pop on. And, and then it records audio separately, which mm-hmm. is apparently I hear great for audio engineering, yeah. like editing. <laughs> yeah. And then you can, all, now you can do video with it, but we just do the audio. Um, and then, so that's like the main thing for recording. We then use Lisbon, which is the hosting platform. Um, so like uploading your episode, like the audio file to that, um, that will then push it out to all the platforms. And like on Lisbon, you can push or like clarify which platforms you want it to go to. Um, so so like, like Spotify. Perfect. Yeah. Um, Apple, Amazon Music. So it's basically you upload Stitcher. to like... Stitcher. There we go. That's the You like one. upload to... So Lisbon is basically where you upload to one platform and that one platform pushes, pushes it out it. to all the others so yeah. that you're not having to manually go and like upload it to mm-hmm. Apple and upload it to Spotify and upload it to all these others. Yeah. Which before we podcasted, that was like the biggest question. I was like, how do you get on iTunes? Yeah. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty I simple. Uh, so then that and then I feel like another... Not big one, but we use Wave to do like the audio sound sound bites for um, the Instagram assets. That's um, actually T because so many people have have asked me what oh, how we create that. So yeah. can you, is it is it a software? I genuinely I tried to explain this to a friend that asked, and I genuinely didn't know because I don't use it. You do. <laughs> is it a phone app or is it like a software that you buy? Is it a subscription or is it a one time fee? Like is it something that you log into <laughs> online or is it something that you download to your computer? I have so many questions. So it's literally just like it's like going to any website. So if you're just plugging it, like you just go to the website, you have a login. So it's a monthly subscription. Got it. And then on it, you can create like templates. So like we have two saved for story and then post. So it's like set with the color that we want. So then you could just click that and then you upload the audio file that you want to use. And then under it, you can choose how much of it, like you get to break down like a 30 seconds or 15 or however long. And then you just download it and it just creates the audio. Like, okay, wait, I have 
I have logistical questions. Do you upload your graphic? So we put it on like a, a graphic that would be like a story oh. or a feed graphic. So do you upload the graphic in Wave or do you somehow add that to your graphic later? No, so you just, you add it in Canvas. So it's honestly just like a... Like a transparent... It's not transparent though. So it's the color oh. of like our background that we use. Oh, you have to like make that background color the mm-hmm. same. So that's like, you. I have the template. So it's the color that we use for the post and story. So then when it downloads, it's just like the little boxes. I'm, I'm using so much. my hands, but no one will see my hands. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's like the little square and then it has like the squiggly... I don't know. You know the audio when it goes yeah. up and down when you Yeah, talk. no, we get it. Also, when you say wave, I, there's some. There's a double letter in there. Just so we're clear. V. V. Two Vs. Got it. We Beautiful. can also link it in the show notes. Oh, we could. <laughs> yeah, because Ali could do that for us. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that we use. And then besides that, those are like, I feel like the three. And then Canva, I guess, would be the other one that we use yeah. for all the social media assets. But. And then obviously we use like show it for our blog, but that's just, we use that in the heart anyway. So that's not really podcast specific. However, we do use the podcast with it. Calendly we use for guests. Yeah. Well, that's good to schedule. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we we have set, this is just like an us operations thing, but Lindsay and I have set days that we podcast. So it's like typically when we're not batching out crazy far in advance, it's usually like once, one to two days a month is what we're doing. And it's like, um... Tuesdays are like our solo days or what, like whatever. It's like we mm-hmm. se- we separate basically like we're going to do all of our solo episodes on Tuesday and we're going to do all of our guest episodes on Thursday or like whatever. And we have that set in Calendly. So when a guest goes to schedule, those are the only day, like that's the only day yeah. that's available for like mm-hmm. Thursday in July, th- one Thursday in, in August, one Thursday in September. Like it's, we do yeah. not allow our guests to just schedule all over the place so yeah. that like, we're all over the place. Like we have very set, like this is when we're yeah. available. So mm-hmm. that's just another well, random we're tip. like psycho on batching ahead this year because we're yeah. working through so many things. So yes. it's great. <laughs> yes. Yes, I love oh it. Gosh. All right. So Allie, next question for anybody who maybe is listening to this and now that they know the technical know-how <laughs> and they want to start a podcast, do you have any tips that you would give them just kind of uh, seeing ours and having a, a view of the back end of things? Honestly, I feel like not knowing a lot about podcasting before I came and then jumping into this, I feel like a lot more people could start podcasts than they realize. I think Mm -hmm. podcasting people are intimidated by thinking, well, honestly, I think when people hear podcasts, a lot of them think like, oh, Joe Rogan, like they think the biggest that they hear the most about and they're like, oh, well, I need all this equipment. I need all of whatever it is like video. But I think the biggest tip is that you can start small like you don't have to have all this stuff yeah and I think it's just I think personally and I think after doing it now and then also consuming podcasts on my own having show notes is so nice I think that's something that more podcasts should do because I think it just broadens more people that you can reach who maybe actually don't like listening yeah Um, or or you can like it makes it makes it more accessible Mm -hmm. yeah which I think is becoming I think it's getting more popular because I've just been noticing ones that I personally that they've started to add them. 
Hey, Heart Fam, we had to interrupt this episode real quick to share with you something that's revolutionized our workflow. Everyone always asks Evie and I what the number one investment is that we've made in our businesses. Without a doubt, the best investment we've ever made to get our life and time back is HoneyBook, a client relations management software. We both use HoneyBook every single day and legit could not live without it. It's an all-in-one project management tool that's designed specifically for creative entrepreneurs. I honestly don't know what I would do without HoneyBook. It streamlines everything. Email conversations, client workflow, contracts, invoicing, calendar integration. HoneyBook literally coordinates everything for my business. They thought of everything that a creative entrepreneur could need and combined it all in one place. From templates, brand customization, an app so that you can send invoices while you're on the go, all the way to the little ka sound your phone makes every time you get paid, aka my favorite part. <laughs> HoneyBook gives you the ability to streamline an excellent client experience from your fingertips so you no longer have to spend 24-7 working in your business and you can finally get back to living your life instead. Guys, we know you're going to love HoneyBook just as much as we do. In addition to a free seven-day trial, we have an exclusive offer just for our podcast listeners. 50% off your first year of HoneyBook. Guys, that's a $200 value. All you have to do is go to share.honeybook.com slash heart and claim your discount. That's share.honeybook.com slash heart. Or you can check out the link in our show notes. If you're enjoying what you're getting in this podcast for free, then you're about to get your mind blown with what we offer in our educational courses. If you're ready to uplevel your business, serve your clients like never before and reach revenue goals that you've barely dared to dream of, then we're ready to help. Our courses are packed full of tools, formulas, strategies, and resources to help you kick freaking butt in biz. Whether you choose the photo major, a complete course for photographers, or the content photo minor, a mini course on how to finally slay your content photos for your blog, Insta, headshots, whatever, you will walk away with more knowledge than you ever thought possible. And here's the reality. We are here to see you succeed always and forever. And that is why we created each and every one of these courses. To check them out for yourself, read the reviews and look at each course syllabus, go to theheartuniversity.com forward slash courses. That's theheartuniversity.com forward slash courses. Totally. Yeah. Well, and I get if somebody starts a podcast and they don't maybe have a podcast manager and they're doing it all themselves. Oh, totally. I can, I can get how, especially if your full-time business is not a podcast, which if you're just doing it as like a hobby mm-hmm. at, or as a side business, like it takes a lot of work to monetize a podcast. Yeah. So I could get why people are doing it themselves and then transcribing every single one of their episodes could be like a hassle, which is why oh, me and yeah. we're like, we're not doing that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're like, let's start a podcast. We won't do any of the work other than recording. Yeah. <laughs> I but I feel it. like that's how, it, like, if you really want it to grow, if yeah. you are a business owner, I, I couldn't imagine trying to do. Well, that's that. what I was going to say. I was like, I don't regret that at all. Like, from no. the beginning, having a podcast manager has made us able to do two episodes a week and yeah. have it be a part of our business without, like, taking up a drastic amount of time. Although, we're just, like, off of a summer of batching into basically the entire year. So, it feels like it's been a lot. But yeah. it's because we're not going to do it for, like, a lot of months. But I feel um, like normally, like, even when I started, we weren't batching a ton. And it wasn't yeah. like you guys were That's true. recording a bunch. It's just yeah. now that the season yeah. work. <laughs> it, it, de- <laughs> it definitely takes work. But it's, like, especially when we have, like, you as a podcast manager or whatever, yeah. like, we're not, we're hardly doing anything. So yeah. in, in the grand scheme of things, the amount of work this podcast would take otherwise. 
I have another question that's not on this list, but I think you would have a good answer for it. So I'm just going to throw it at you. Um, Something that we've learned, especially you seeing like all the stats and the downloads and just like everything behind the scenes. Do you have any advice on either naming, like basically naming the titles Mm -hmm. of your shows? Because I've just, we've even gone up and down of like, oh, this episode did really good. Is it because the title was buzzy? So it made them click on it and then yeah. obviously they're hooked to listen. Or like, do you have any tips on on ways to title your shows so that people listen? Yeah, I feel like for titling, it's thinking about what people are going to maybe search like in a search engine that would make it pop up. Like I think yeah. you can have catchy or cool titles But the odds of maybe someone like actually searching that if they don't already know your podcast, what are the odds that they're going to come across it, which is what you want to try to do. So I think when it comes down to it, maybe trying not to get so creative when naming episodes and just maybe going like stepping back and thinking, okay, like, what is this episode actually about? Like, for someone like, who is this going to serve? And then Mm -hmm. how can we title it so that they would maybe search this so that it would help them? Yeah. That's so good. Like, what would I type into Google to find this episode? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Or what, yeah, what would somebody be typing into Google that this like, episode would help? Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, what pain point is this hitting that someone would yeah. be searching for help with? That's good. I love I that. Love it. Okay. So, uh, let's get a little, a little fun here. <laughs> um, we already kind of said that you are, like, now the gatekeeper, basically, of our guest requests and approval and denial and all of that. So you are the first person who puts eyes on a pitch and about 95% of the time, you're the one who's like approving or denying. Do you have some thoughts to share about do's and don'ts on pitching yourself to be on a podcast? Like, Not even ours specifically. I feel like this could could just be like advice for entrepreneurs on how to pitch themselves to be on podcasts. Yeah. I could also feel like it could go for pitching yourself in general. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's true. true. <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, go. <laughs> okay. I feel like there's, I feel like that's maybe start with the don'ts and then I'll end with the positive of cool, the do's. Cool, Perfect. Spill <laughs> um, that tea. Spill so it. the don'ts, I would say, first off, when people email and they're like, oh, I just listened to this episode, such and such with who, whatever it is, like a guest that we just had, and maybe... They don't even get it right. Like it's the wrong guess with the wrong yeah. subject. Like I'm like, okay, you're not even like that's yeah. that's wrong. Yeah. Or when they, I think this one happened sometime recent. They were like, they were like, oh, I loved the episode with I can't even remember who it was, but I think it was a gal that we had on. And then they're like, oh, he had the best advice, and I was like, oh, hey. like a copy paste template that yeah. they didn't switch all the pronouns. Yeah, so I was like he had I'm like mm, actually that's a she but that's okay <laughs> oh. so like just things like that because then I'm like okay well how like do you really I don't know or when they like pitch themselves and like we're really in line with what you guys are all about and like what Evie and Lindsay are pushing I'm like and then I read more about their stuff I'm like oh you're you're completely yeah. like it's just like very different um another big thing is not linking stuff so yeah. and I know both of you have talked about this but like when they pitch themselves and it's just text and then it's yeah. like, bye. And that's yeah. it. I'm like, oh, wait, so I have to search this person? Like, what? Yeah. Is this like, even the right person? Us do the work. Exactly. Cause then I'm like, I go to search him and then I find, I don't know, John Smith, whatever say his name yeah. is. And I'm like, well, is this the right one or is this the right one? So then it's just, 
it makes yeah. it difficult. And sometimes I'm just like, okay, it's, you're not even worth it to, yeah. to keep digging. Yeah. Or when they don't like, at least for me, when they're like, oh, we've been on such and such a podcast or something, and but they like they don't link. link that episode. Like, I don't know why in my mind, I'm like, well, if I'm trying to figure out if you're a good fit for the podcast, I'm going to go listen to some of your episode. And if you're not linking it or they're like, we've been on podcasts such as such and such, such like so-and-so, so-and-so. And I'm like, yeah. well, what have you talked about? Where's the link to it? Like just stuff like that. I'm like, I want to hear this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah. I've, or I'm, I'm also thinking of like when somebody, which I get the, the idea of saying, hey, I listened to this episode with this guest is a good idea versus yeah, just being like, is. hey, I'd be a great guest. Like it shows that they're actually maybe perhaps listening. However, when it's like, hey, I listened, like I'm an interior designer. You had this interior designer on your show. I would also love to be on your show. It's like, well, as as a podcast that's trying to give variety to our listeners, yeah. if, if you do present yourself because you we had an interior designer on our show and, and you are also one, how could you bring a different aspect yeah. of that topic? Or how yeah. could you teach something that's not the exact same thing that we just talked about with somebody different? Because that doesn't actually serve our audience at all. Well, we've gotten some pitches from people who have done that very well, where they're yes. like, hey, I listened to episode number blank with so-and-so, and mm-hmm. I absolutely loved that you guys brought in XYZ. I would love to bring in ABC. I think this yeah. could really benefit yeah. your audience here. And it's like, it, that just brings a lot of clarity because it is it is very hard when it's like, okay, you know, a graphic designer pitches themselves but we've already had two on the show. It's like, okay, is there going to be any variety? I don't know. It's very hard. So it's like, unless they're actually like pitching, which I'm sure you'll probably talk about, Ali, is like pitching topic options. And then specifically, if they are pitching themselves, doing that research of like, have they had graphic designers on? If so, what have they talked about? And what Mm -hmm. can I bring to the table that's different than what has already been discussed? Like that is already going to put you like head and shoulders above anywhere you would be if you didn't include that information. Yeah. Well, I feel like that's, it's a do, I feel like there can be do's and don'ts for both of that. So like when people do pitch themselves and they don't do it well, they pitch it and it's so similar. Like they bring like, oh, I loved this episode. Or maybe they don't even say that, but they pitch themselves with something so similar that we've already done. Or it's like topics that we've already covered or it's super broad. And I'm like, yeah, well, (laughs) like how do, what, like, what I mean, about Instagram. Yeah, like, what does that even mean? What are you going to actually bring that yeah. is going to be helpful for our audience? So, yeah. but then on the other hand, do's, I would say, is to be specific on topics yeah. and to actually give good topics. Because I feel like sometimes people are like, oh, I can talk on marketing or how do, it's just like a very broad. Yeah. And so I think the best thing is to pitch specific and specific things that and do your research that we haven't talked about. Because if you're just pitching specific things that we've already talked about, it's like, well, like, we're not going to bring you, like, we need to have variety. So, right. And then do's, I would also say, just hyperlink the poop out of everything. (laughs) (laughs) And then like that, like when I get an email and there's hyperlinks up the wazoo, I'm like, thank you. Thank you. Because then I don't have to go dig. Like, I'm like, oh, there's her website. There's the, like, it's just, it's perfect. Yeah. Here's the website. Here's the Instagram. Here's, here's the media the, kit. Here's the like the links be. to past episodes. Yeah. Here's like the link to their book that they're maybe wanting to talk about. Like link mm-hmm. the stuffing out of mm-hmm. that email. Like Agreed. it's so helpful. I remember that we had one guest a while ago 
I think it was you. It might have been Carrie, our other podcast manager. We had some guests pitch themselves and it sounded really good, like the topic that they were going to talk about. But I could not figure out where they stood on like something that they were talking about. And I was like, uh, is this going to like be weird for our audience? Like I just, I couldn't figure out something with them. And I was like, can we, do they have any episodes like linked? And mm-hmm. whoever, I, it was you or Carrie and they're like, no. And then it was like, well, can we listen to some episodes on it? Um, and I think it might've been Carrie. And I think she had to dig, like dig, 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 dig to try to find some episodes. And then like, it was just, it was so, it took so much time. And eventually I was just like, stop, like, don't put more work in. This is unnecessary. Like, just move. We'll find somebody else that like, we clearly know exactly what they're going to say and how they're going to bring value to the podcast. And like, this isn't worth this time. So it's like, it's going to be a no, if you force the the people deciding to do more than two minutes of work. And that was like back that was at least like a year ago. Now, if I saw an email like that and had any question marks over the person and their name and there weren't links, I'd be like, nope. Like I wouldn't, I well, would I literally. Like I've gotten so, like, it's not pick. Well, it is picky, but it's like, if I get an email forwarded from like the hello or it comes directly to the podcast email and it's just like nothing, I'm like, I barely yeah. skim it. And I'm like, no, like I well, don't even <laughs> take the time. And I'm like, ooh, but it's yeah. like, you shouldn't, if you're pitching yourself, you shouldn't be making either that company or the person yeah. work for it. Yeah. Like, I think. Well, I know, Allie, like you just recently started like completely taking over the podcast approvals or like p- guest approvals because I was doing it before. Mm-hmm. I would literally, first of all, we get so many, which is great. Yeah. Um, but there was. This is fascinating s- for me to listen to because <laughs> I always, the way that we, just for everyone listening, the way that we divided and conquered is Evie would typically beforehand be the gatekeeper and I would yeah. be the one asking uh, or writing the questions for the yeah. guests. Mm-hmm. And then at our executive retreat this year, we were like, Allie, you can do it all. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, why are we doing this? This is dumb. Allie, yeah. do it all. <laughs> but it's just like, it was, it was one of those things where like, and I don't even know that I would say like, we're one of the biggest podcasts. Like, it's not like we yeah. got a ton of pitches, but I know there's like so many other podcasts who get so many more, mm-hmm. but, um, like I would just go through and like sit down. I'd have like some schedule at time and I would go through my inbox of like all of the pitches that like you'd forwarded to me and like all this stuff. And it would be like, yep, nope, yep, nope, yep, nope, maybe, yeah. uh, nope, nope, yep, nope. Like yeah. I would literally, it would just be like skimming through. And if yeah. something didn't stand out in that of like, oh, whoa, they did X, Y, Z or mm-hmm. whoa, they're pitching. Oh, wow, they actually listen to our podcast regularly. Or like yeah. some if something didn't stand out, it was just like, Nope. Yep. Nope. Yep. No, 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 no. Like yeah. it was fast. So I don't know, Ali, I'm assuming you're probably like the same way, but it's like, you have to write something that stands out and that yeah. actually catches the person's attention. Cause if they're going through like several dozen in a day, like you're not going to get them actually reading through the entire pitch. Like that's just not happening. <laughs> well, and I would also say, cause I've gotten these recently and I'm like, Oh, I don't like these. I get people and maybe I think it's more agencies that people have put themselves with, but they'll reach out and pitch like three or four people at a time, like yeah. in one email. And oh, I'm I don't like, like that. I'm like, no, like I just going through it. I don't know. It just, it doesn't make it. You just, just write an individual email. Yeah. You're just lumping them together and they're yeah. all getting passed over because I was going to say that's at least for me when they were like multiple in an email, if, if there were, it was very hard because it was like, Sometimes I would just be like, okay, I don't like the first one. So I'm just going to say no to all of them. Um, 
so, or like I had to sit there and like actually like go through and like carefully distinguish like, wait, who are they talking about now? Like who's who? What are the, wait, okay. So we're on to a new guest now. Like it was very confusing. So I I agree with that. I feel like it's kind of impersonal. Like it just shows that they, it's, I don't know, not as big of a deal for them. So it's like, well, then. Yeah, that's no true. Need, but. Well, that was fun tea. That was. <laughs> that was I hope uh, that was actually good. I mean, I think that was good information. I mean, like I learned a lot. Yeah. You yeah. two were the and now Ali are mainly the ones that like did all that. So I'm yeah. like, oh, this is interesting. Yeah. Um <sighs> my next question for Ali is which is maybe more tea. What is your favorite part of your job and what is your least favorite part of your job? Oh gosh. Are we talking about like day to day like yeah. Uh, like tasks? Uh, sure. No, or just working for us. Oh, okay. You can do uh, anything. I don't care. <laughs> you could do both. You could do like, what's your f- least favorite task and what's your least favorite part of your overall position? Oh, gosh. <laughs> or favorite. <laughs> favorite part to do. Gosh, yeah. I feel like, okay, well, I always feel like let's go with the sour than the sweet. Um, <laughs> okay, perfect. Hit it. Hard. <laughs> yeah. Okay, honestly, I don't mind it, but there's, I think, okay, sub. Little sub note, guest guest show notes. It depends on like what they're talking about, but they can be very difficult for me to transcribe. Oh, so, more so than a solo show. Oh yeah, because solo show, I feel like y'all are so good at just. There's sometimes where you digress. I will give you that. <laughs> <laughs> when we go the, off on tangents, how do you transcribe that? Or are you just like this oh, is I not? Ignore this it. is I not. Ignore it. You're okay. like no. <laughs> Like this does not guys, need to go on an educational blog post. <laughs> well, when you guys, because it's kind of like, especially on solo shows, it's easier to like give the main points and like have the yeah. takeaway nuggets. And so when yeah. you guys do go on tangents, I'm like, I like listen, like start to listen to them, like, okay, is this actually going to be useful? I'm like, uh, yeah. no, it's like the, the listeners will get this, like these little deets. Yeah. Um, but guests, I think that's like probably my least part, least favorite part at times is just transcribing sometimes and it could be because everyone talks differently like I'm sure well who knows how I'm gonna feel transcribing my own I know that's what I thought (laughs) like I I might hate it but it's just because people talk at different paces and then like following their thought process like it's just yeah into putting it into cohesive sentences that makes sense oh, in a blog post. Oh, when yeah. I'm first writing it, it's gibberish. Like, there's times I'm just typing as fast as I can and pausing and typing. There's so many, like, edits. And, like, half the time I go back and read it, like, what did I, like, what was that saying? Like, What did they mean by that? What was yeah. the point? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes it's hard even, like, interviewing, like, talking with people. It's very easy to be like, wait, what was the original question? But I can't imagine when you're trying to, like, actually turn that into, like, yeah. a pointed like clear educational blog post when you're like okay so they didn't answer the question at all how do I (laughs) phrase this you know like that's hard but then I would say like favorite part of the position honestly it also would be listening and learning from y'all but also all the guests like I feel like yeah because I get to listen to all of them because I have to transcribe it there's just like so I don't know so much wisdom like episodes that maybe I wouldn't even think pertain to me, I get so much out of. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's also, it also has opened up my eyes. Like there may be podcasts out there that people don't, oh, it doesn't, like, I'm not going to get anything from it. But actually like there's so much advice from it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense, but. No, it does. It does. That's awesome. Does that I answer your question that. or do you want more tea? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Lindsay's going to say more tea. Um <laughs> 
Well, well, the next question is kind of tea, yeah, ish, tea spilling. Yeah, yes. So, uh, why don't you go ahead and get more specific and tell us um, how are we as bosses? Like, what is it like working for us? Tell us honestly, like legit. Be honest and spill the tea here. We want to hear this. <laughs> Everyone wants to know. Everyone wants to know. Well, okay. Honestly, amazing. Like, I have I honestly like talking to my husband Garrett just telling him y'all have inspired me just with like being authentic and pursuing your dreams um so as bosses I feel like you guys have just I think have encouraged and given me more belief in myself that I can do anything that I put my mind to um (laughs) but yeah so that's that Oh, <laughs> okay, okay. Well, you went sweet then sour this time, yeah, so. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I think the one thing that I think <laughs> that just gets under my skin sometimes is just the lack of communication at times, or just like the lack of response. <gasps> That's literally what, <gasps> Rachel, literally what Rachel said. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. So I feel like we're just getting outed on our own podcast of like our area of weakness. <laughs> this is beautiful. Well, this is good growth. No, because, okay, I would say it's a weakness or not. I wouldn't say if it's weakness. I think it's because there's so, I also feel like it depends on the season. Like right now, we yeah. have so much that we're doing that I kind of expect the lack of response on them. Some things that aren't <laughs> like super tight, like they don't need. Yeah. But then there's some, but then I'm like, well, I kind of have a question, but do I really need to ask it? But then at the same time, it's kind of good because then it has made me be like, okay, can I figure this out myself? Or can I just make the executive decision without bothering yeah. them? So it's, okay. does that make sense? I'm like thinking yes. of, the, of a specific example of yesterday specifically. Um, okay. I, I had had a meeting with Evie in the morning to like, delegate stuff and then we were like okay let's divide and conquer so when she wasn't responding to slack i was like oh 100 she has slack turned off yeah um, and i saw you and rachel you were like hey we're trying to put this funnel into kajabi and we're stuck and and like you were like we're stuck here's a zoom link can y'all hop on can y'all hop on again and i like i and i responded and i was like hey evie wrote that and created that so i don't know how helpful i'm gonna be so then and i was also like, eating lunch so i just like didn't hop on and y'all were like, and then I really quickly. If, you're like, if we, but it really just like if someone hops on and helps us. And I was like, oh, maybe I can't. Because I was like, I'm not going to be helpful. But <laughs> I just kind of feel like I'm like the bothering like bee. Where no, I just like, there's no. times where I just like keep like. <laughs> no, you are fine. I felt really bad though when I opened Slack like several hours later. Because I literally, <laughs> I turned it off and I was so in deep work mode. I was cranking out work. And I like opened up Slack like several hours later and I was like, oh, oh dear. Like I felt so bad. And it was like past work hours for like Rachel and I think you. And so I was like, oh, that's unfortunate. But I think there's also a part of me that's like, I kind of assume on like Slack in that moment, I was like, well, if they urgently need something from me, which I wasn't anticipating, but I was like, if you need something from me, like you'll just text or call me and like, Be like we need you so I didn't I felt bad and then I was like no they could have texted me if yeah. they really needed me <laughs> which is honest I feel like I've also learned that I'm like uh, if I don't hear from them, like I can just text or call like if yeah. it's like needed yeah like we have to have this today yeah. but yeah um yeah I definitely have learned one area of weakness for me when I get like really <laughs> overwhelmed like really overwhelmed like this season has been like so overwhelming I, one area that I've noticed kind of falls through the cracks is like checking, which is the worst thing that I could possibly do. But I'm like, I check it like 
once a day, maybe. So there's like during the workday stuff comes through and then I'm like, Meh. yeah, <laughs> I feel like that also kind of, I feel like you should have known that with your messages. With my yeah, text. Like on your phone. That's like true. I feel like it kind of. That's I'm true. I'm so eager. We're recording our interview with KT next. I'm going to laugh my A off if she says the exact same thing. <laughs> It might be the same thing. We might just be like, okay, recognize. You need to work on something. This is great. This is good. This is helpful information for us as leaders. so funny. This is good. This is good. Well, Uh, this has been a joy. (laughs) We love you so much. You are just such a beautiful asset to this team. And we are so, so grateful for you. So, uh, where can, I don't even know, do, is your Instagram, um, private? Is it open for, for uh, good question. How do Not I know? How do I know if it is? <laughs> do you approve follower requests? No. Okay. okay you're so probably public. public. No. All right. So <laughs> <That's> embarrassing. <laughs> where, where can everyone find you? And oh. cause yeah. Well, and then come my- say hi. I don't even know it, guys. She's like, what's my handle? I do. I really don't know it. It's AP Runnels, isn't oh, it? Oh, it is. Thank you. You <laughs> know my... <laughs> okay, well, to give... Okay, yes, I got married. It was a year, a uh, year and a half ago. So, like, okay, I have no excuse. Well, I should, I also, should know I it by now. I tag you in stuff. So, it's like, I know your handle because I'm constantly hitting, like, at AP Runnels. Like, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you're not really tagging yourself in that much stuff. That's true. Well, I guess AP Runnels. That's where I'm at. <laughs> Perfect. You can find her at AP Runnels. You can also DM her. Well, at there, but then also, I don't know how much you are actually, because you post on to our Instagram on the podcast days, but KT handles it other days. Do you actually answer DMs on the heart? I, um, not okay, really. so no. That's no. fine. So don't DM then. her at the heart. <laughs> no. You okay, can email her. her at the podcast, though. There you go. Yeah, I'll answer that. Oh, she's, she's in that true. inbox. Yes, I'm in that inbox. Yeah. And if you love all the work that Allie does, because it, it's so much work and it's so great, <laughs> um, you could leave us a review, which yes. helps out the show. <laughs> Very true. Up in those ratings, people. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love it. Well, Allie, thanks for coming on and chatting with us. This was so fun. I loved it. Thank you, guys. It was a joy. Yes. (laughs)